Welcome everyone, episode four of How Winners Win. I am Daniel Blue, joined as always by my co-host Kita Spears, aka High Key. What up? What's up, man? We were uh, thinking about what we were going to talk about here this morning, and Kita came up with a really, really good idea talking about core values, and that's a, a really a buzzword right now. But we want to be able to peel back the layers and and really understand like. What's the meaning, the purpose of core values? Like, why should you even have them? Like, what happens if you don't have core values? Because I was actually telling Kita earlier today that, you know, core values is something that really didn't hit home for me until my late 20s, mid 20s. And and I wish I would have had that compass earlier in life. So Kita, let me ask you, like, when you think about core values, like, what what's the first thing that comes to your mind? It's a good question. Uh, honestly, core values to me is just something that you can always refer back to you know like what do you hold near and dear like when you're in the trenches when you're you know faced against some adversity like what are some of the phrases or you know key elements that you go back to to make that decision you know and that's kind of what I base my core values around is you know if I'm facing a situation how how would I think about it and you know I've already I've had some good mentors over time. So I've already actually executed this, uh, you know, task of writing down my core values, you know, and I think that everyone should do it because if you don't know what you stand for, it's really difficult to make decisions, you know, in crunch time. You know, if you got to know who you are to, to make the right choice. So this is a good way to find that out. Yeah. There was a quote that I was telling you earlier today is like when you can make choices based off of, your core values based off who you stand for versus how you feel like you have that internal compass, right? Like you can remove emotions out of the equation and it's hard to juggle emotions, right? Like we're all human beings. We all have emotions, but the more emotional we can get like that clouds our judgment, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm a, like a super non-emotional person. I'm like anyone who knows me in like the, my personal life, I'm not really emotional. Everything's pretty logical for me. So, um, even I guess like on the opposite end for people who are overly emotional, they need to have core values to stick to. So they don't let their emotions override it. But like if you're someone who's like me, who's super logistic, like and logical, you need to have some core values so you can almost understand emotions sometimes too. Like, how would you feel about that situation? You know, is that like something where you're like, all right, just going to brush it underneath the rug or, you know, how would you stand in that situation? So that's why I think core values are super important for both of them. Both sides. Yeah. I mean, and it helps you develop and weed out certain relationships, right? Like if that other person knows like who you are and what you're about, it just makes it easier to have a relationship where the expectations are already in place. Like they already know what to expect of you, you know what to expect of them. And ultimately like relationships, not all of them are permanent. In fact, a lot of relationships are just super temporary, right? And a lot of that time it's not long-term because just those core values don't vibe, right? Like you actually can make a decision to cut someone out of your life. And that's really hard. Like I know I've, I've struggled with that where I have someone in my life that, you know, maybe I have a personal relationship with and like we're friends and family. Yeah. Even family too, right? Like we all have that friend or that family, family member where they're like negative as shit. Um, they're always just talking about other people, always gossiping. 
and, uh, you know, really not bringing a whole lot of substance to the conversation. Right. So, you know, if you know what you stand for and you have certain core values, does that mean like you're better than that person and you completely, you know, eliminate that person? If they're family, that's hard to do. Maybe you just limit the time that you spend with them. Right. I mean, it's like, you got to set standards, you know, like, and like, it's like dating, you know, like the girl who has her expectations out there. Yeah. She turns down almost everyone, but it's cause she knows what she's looking for. You know, and the person who does align with her values, they're more compatible, you know, because it's out on front street. Excuse me. The same thing could be done with business. If businesses know what you stand for, if you're all about your customer service or going above and beyond, like they know not to not even to fuck with you. If you if you don't if you don't stand with that same core value, you know, if they're a low down shady business and you're all about customer service and making sure your customers are you know priority number one you guys don't even mesh together at the basic level. Yeah. That, that's a really important uh, point that you bring up. Like, you know, you don't have to be a business owner to have core values, right? Like here, our company quest education, like we have core values, right? But like core values start with who you are as a person first, right? Like internally. And I didn't have core values until I got to a point, and this is an interesting story, maybe some of you listening can relate to this, it was the Cardone event in Las Vegas, this was 2018, and prior to that, I wasn't into self-development, I really didn't read a whole lot of books, didn't listen to podcasts, Uh, as far as core values, if you would ask me, you know, because, you know, I was almost pretty much raised by my mom, I saw her work her ass off. And, you know, she was just a straight go getter, honest woman. So like, if you were to ask me my core values at that point, it was like, do the right thing, you know, put in the work, like just basic things like that, but nothing beyond surface level. But I remember Andy Frisella, he spoke at uh, that Cardone event and I had no idea who he was. And his whole presentation was just on core values. And he just starts bringing up like crazy examples, like just talking about, and and I thought it was crazy at the time um, that he actually put those words out there, but it's common sense. He's just like, dude, you know, if you see piss on the seat, toilet seat, like wipe it up. Like if you see trash on the floor, pick it up. Most people take the approach of like, man, that's not mine. I don't got to do that. I believe one of his core values at that time probably still is today. But when he was giving his, his presentation at the event was just own it, right? Like just own it. Like whether it's yours, someone else's like take control and, uh, take accountability have those high standards like you talked about. So that speech really hit home for me. I'm like, man, I don't have a set standard of core values. Like I kind of know who I am, but I really don't. Mm -hmm. And and that really changed who I was as a person. Yeah. I mean, the core values for most people, you know, (laughs) unless you literally get asked that question, what are your core values as an adult? You're just going to go back to how you were raised. You know, I think you put it pretty bluntly like you know do the right thing when no one's looking you know try your best daniel you know like stuff that your your mom's gonna tell you that's not what business is all about you know core values you got to think about is you know for me at least is like when i was playing sports like hell week is the first two weeks back to practice right and hell week sucks you know, you're the, when you're the sorest, you're getting conditioned the most. It's just getting, just whooping your ass into shape. And, and also, anyone who's not really dedicated to the sport or the team or to the to the end goal, it's a good chance to weed them out because they're not going to be able to get through hell week 
to make it to where we need to go, which is, you know, winning games. Core values is kind of like the same thing. You know, for me, at least when I was growing up, like I would hate hell week and my parents would ask me like, Hey, do you want to quit? And there's one thing that I hate more than losing is quitting, you know? So I was never going to quit. That's one of my core values to today. And I'd rather take a a L and a, a loss or a lesson than quit halfway through, you know, and that's just, that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life more than likely. You know what I mean? So it's all your, everyone's going to get core values from different experiences, but if you don't identify them and really actually say, this is what I truly believe in, you're just going to, it's like going through life without a compass. Like you said earlier, like you're just winging it. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I want the audience to hear like, what are your, your personal core values right now? Yeah. I, I got them on my, the, the home screen of my phone right now. So that's the the best place to put them. So they're in, in plain sight. So I got 10 written down right now. First is, you know, love yourself. It's okay to be selfish sometimes. You know, I, I truly believe that. Uh, anything is possible, literally. Number three, positivity makes life a lot better. Leave that negative shit at the door. Four, cultivate strong relationships. It's way more fun to do things together. Five, Leave this situation better than when you found it. Don't be that guy. Number six, if you forget to do something or made a mistake, make up for it. Go harder. Number seven, make others feel as good or better than how you feel. Eight, work with many hands, but only listen to a few minds. Number nine, nothing is set in stone. Things can change in an instant. Go with the flow. And number 10, it's not that serious. Man, that, that last one, I mean, that's <laughs> like, I think everyone should be able to relate to that one, right? Like we all feel, or I'll get to a certain point where something like quote unquote dramatic happens or like, oh shit, this again, or man, like this is going to be really crappy. Like, you know, and a few hours go by, a couple of days go by and you're like, okay, that wasn't as serious as I made it to be in that, that moment. Right. One of my favorite quotes is you've survived 100% of your worst days. If you're here today, whatever that worst day that was the end of the world, you survived it. Yeah. Do you think that as we grow older and our experiences change, do you think our core values change? Yeah. I mean, it's a sliding scale. You know, right now, I think that there's going to be a lot of things that are going to stick with you. But maybe as you grow as a person, maybe you shed and evolve and you're not going to be, you know, holding Maybe at for maybe the first 25 years of your life, the core value is just freaking screw everybody over, make it to the top, you know? And that's what, that's maybe that's what made got you successful. But as you get older, as more wisdom comes into your tip to your site or whatever it is, like you're allowed to change with it, but you should have like five that are like un- irremovable, you know, like your true core values. Yeah, you, you bring up a good point there because you know, when we sat down and we did the core values for, you know, Quest Education, you know, one thing that I wanted to make sure was we didn't start with like 10, 15 different core values because, you know, one thing that I've learned surrounding myself with other entrepreneurs that are doing seven figures, eight figures, you know, 20, 30, 50 employees is like, they all have core values, right? Like that's how they can have a good culture um, and, and good accountability. But it's always good to start with a smaller set of core values and build on them as you change as a person, right? We're always changing. We, we should be changing. So anyone that doesn't have core values, like, 
it's okay to start with just four or five, right? Like here as a company, we've got four, right? We've got grow, we've got synergy, we've got respect, and we've got own it. And when you take those four words, like everything that you can kind of think about what you said and maybe what you're thinking right now, it ties into one of those four words, right? Like grow, like you always want to get better. Like we're students of the game, right? Like respect, like respect your time, respect someone else's time, respect yourself, right? Like treat yourself right. Like you got to be selfish. Like I'm a firm believer of if you're not taking care of you, like how can you take care, take care of someone else? Right? My grandpa to this day, he's like 93 years old. And when I see him, the first thing he says to me is, are you taking care of number one? And he's got this smirk and he's losing his teeth. So just imagine a 93 year old guy smiling with just missing teeth. And he's just like, are you taking care of number one? And like, he's laughing, but he's serious. Cause like, that's one thing he always drilled into me is like, got to take care of number one. Right. And then we talk about synergy. You brought up, you know, the sports analogy. Like I'm a firm believer, high performers in, in life, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you have a great job and you're crushing it. Like if you played sports, chances are you have a pretty strong mindset. Cause if you, and if you have a strong mindset, chances are you're going to have a higher level of success because how many times were you in a sport, in a, you know, playing football and you got your ass beat that first half or you're fighting internally as a team and you come back and you win or you went on a three game losing streak. And then how are you going to respond? Yeah. I mean, the adversity is always there. I mean, I feel like that's what helps you get through this stuff. You know, that's why they have, you know, those slogans in almost every arena across the nation is, you know, you know, for us, we're in Vegas, so we got the Raiders, like, just win, baby. Like, that's that's their motto, is just win. You know, whatever that means to the team, there's could derive so many different things from it, but at the end of the day, it's just win. You know, and sports is a prime example because there's so many times where, I mean, there's always a winner and a loser in every game. So sports gives you plenty of opportunities for you to see what type of person you really are when you get popped in the mouth and you got to get back up and do the same exact thing the next play. You know, how do you respond? And that's going to come down to your core values. You know, some people don't have core values that align with football. Maybe it aligns with another sport, you know, and that's that's where everyone who's listening has to find their core values and find something that actually fits into their core values. You know, I'm a sales guy. I can I can be selfish. I can think about myself. I can I can have these qualities. I know that at the end of the day, it's not that serious. You know, if I don't get a sale because there's someone else I can help, you know, someone else I can impact, you know, you got to find what core values fit what you're trying to do with the rest of your life too. You know, that's how big and impactful core values can be. And that's what everyone needs to understand is like, this is a roadmap for all areas of life, relationships, business, personal health. Yeah. I mean, the core value that, you know, someone I look up to one of his mantras is like, do the work despite like do it despite like, I didn't want to go to the gym this morning. And I know you did legs yesterday. You didn't want to go to the gym, but like, despite how you feel like your core value or what you stand for is like, nah, I got to make it happen. You know, that's why I love 75 hard right now. I'm on day 44. Like job. that's my thanks, bro. It's just, I'm still haven't finished yet. So no, no good job just yet. But like, I love that program because it's almost like a 75 day core value, right? Like there's no negotiating it, mm -hmm. right? Like it is a built in core value for 75 days. So even though I don't feel like going, I still got to do it. You know, I'm making my decision based off of a standard basis off based off of a value and, and not, Hey, this is how I feel. So, and, and that's why I like our, our last core value own it, right? Like owning it is so, so important. That's probably one that 
I took a lot more seriously over the last few years where, you know, I would have more of a victim mentality in my early twenties where I'm like, man, this sucks that this is happening to me. Or like, man, like, you know, what about this? Like, why me? Right. And, and that's, you're, you're not looking at the whole picture and thinking, okay, well, what could I have done better? Like, I would rather, if there's a hundred examples of something happening, let's just say it went bad. Every single one of those stories or any, any every single one of those experiences, a hundred different ones. And let's just say 95 of them were my, my fault. And then the other five weren't my fault. I would rather just go into and just say, you know what, out of the hundred things that went bad, I'd rather just take responsibility for all of them and just be like, I fucked up. You know, I could have done something better versus, well, this one's not my fault. This one is my fault. This one's not my fault. Cause then you're relinquishing control, right? Like you're putting your way of making money or your happiness into someone else's hands. And that's a shitty feeling, right? Like losing control versus, you know what, dude, let me just own it. Let me just hold myself accountable. Like I'm responsible for what happened. Like Mm -hmm. I'm the one that I could have done something better, something. Yeah. That's, that's your job. You know, one of our mentors, Ed Milet, that things don't happen to you. They happen for you. You know, it's all about how you look at it. And uh, not to quote somebody else, I was just watching uh, Sean Whalen's post on Instagram today and he was, you know, talking about like, who do you have to become? You know, like buying a $25 million house is easy. You know, it's a you know, 10% down, you know, 2.5 million, $100,000, probably a monthly, monthly payment. Like that's just math, you know, get a calculator to, you know, any kid <laughs> that's above the age of three, they could probably do the math if you tell them what to do. But how do you have the money to do $2.5 million down payment, make $100, $100,000 a month, monthly payment? What does that guy do? What does he do in the morning? How does he eat? How does he talk to other people? You know, what is his core values? So you got to ask yourself as well, like, who do you need to become to get the goals that you want? You know, maybe you want a six pack abs. So what does that person who has six pack abs do? You know, who do you have to become to get, achieve that goal? And I think like the 75 hard or anything that you do where you put yourself through a challenge like this, you know, writing core values and sticking to them in tough situations, like what type of, you got to ask yourself, what type of person do you want to be? You know, who do you need to become? Yeah. And, and, and just so the audience knows 75 hard is 75 days straight of no alcohol, gallon of water. You got to exercise twice a day. One of those uh, routines of exercising has to be done outside read 10 pages a day, stick to a diet and then take a selfie picture. And that's got to be done every single day for 75 days. And it's not so much of a physical challenge. Yes. There's some physical transformations that take place, but it's, it's more mental, right? Like it is a a mental um, gauntlet that you go through, but you, I want to expand on the, the comment you made as far as like becoming someone else, becoming someone better. Like, every single one of you that are listening right now, like there should be people that you're looking up to, right? Like if you don't have someone that you're looking up to that is living the life that you want to live, whether it is happiness or traveling, money, business, relationships, like you name it, like you just look up to them and you want a life similar, then what is that person doing, right? Like you said, like they had, they have to be doing something to get to that point, right? They have their own internal core values and there's a way for you to find out what they're doing. Like we live in 
the year 2021. They probably have a book that they wrote. They probably have a free Facebook group. They probably have a mastermind program that you can join. They probably have a podcast, right? Like there is no excuse for not being able to emulate the right person. You and I were at an event in Dallas a couple years ago and a dude named Gary Brackett spoke. He was a, a linebacker for the, the Colts. Colts. Yeah. And, um, really, really cool dude. And, and a quote that he said on stage that I remember, and you and I've talked about it here and there was like, there's nothing wrong with copycatting as long as you're copying the right cat. And we both laughed, looked at each other when he said that. And like, that is so true. Like we're over here beating our heads against the wall. A lot of the times trying to reinvent the wheel when like the playbooks are already there. Like the play is there to be ran as long as you're ready to run that play and take action. And one of the playbooks, one of the game plans is freaking know who you are, right? Like have a set of core values. That way, when you're going through some shit, life is just throwing you some shit sandwiches, adversities facing you. You're going through struggles. You can just go back to your internal compass and just know like, okay, this is who I stand for. And I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other so I can live the life I want to live based off of the standards that I have. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I, I don't I don't think there's any other more point to drill than that. You know, you have to know who you are so you can make the decisions and make life easier on yourself. You know, like I can't tell you how many times we've had to make decisions now in this business based off of the core values. And if we didn't, we'd we'd have a lot of discussion or just conversations that didn't need to be had, because all you have to do is look back to does this align with our core values and if it doesn't align with your core values, the answer is right there. Yeah, that's, uh, I was actually going to ask you that question. Like, how do you feel from like your, your standpoint? And just so you guys can kind of see the the optics, you know, Kita and I have been working together now, shoot, like six, six years. years, six years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we worked it together in the trenches for quite some time. Um, Kita is on the sales side, you know, making some really big moves with the company. Um, I'm working on growing the business in, in the ownership role, but like core values wasn't something that we had for a long time. Right. So like, just from your perspective, how do you see core values like impacting our business? What you see? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty instantaneous, you know, it's one, it's just something that you can refer back to when you're talking, do performance reviews with, you know, employees, like, Hey, are you following our core values? Are you doing the things that we expect you to do? You know, and that's that makes life a lot easier from managing perspective. You know, when you have employees, you obviously your job is to get the the most out of them, right? If you don't get the most out of your people underneath you, then you don't have a business to run in the first place. So the core values basically, if when done right, you know, not only is it this guideline and map to make all the decisions for our business and some of the tough questions that we got asked, but it also just just sets the bar. You know, it sets the expectation for everyone underneath to know what to strive for. You know, if you're not respecting everybody, you're not being a team player, you're not working and having some synergy with the company, for example, for our core values, it's going to show in your work. You know, so that's where to me, Core values plays not only as a compass, but also like the road too. like if you're not even on the right page with the core values, like it's so apparent, you know, because it almost it creates that culture, you know, where everyone's thinking the same thing. We're all working towards that common goal. And that's what a you know a good, successful business is doing. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're going to make tough choices based off of, again, not how you feel. 
based off of core values, right? Whether it's parting ways with someone internally, whether it, you know, it could be one of your employees that you're struggling with, right? Or maybe, you know, a, a vendor that you're struggling with where maybe they bring you a lot of business, but like just the core values don't align and it's just not worth it. It's not worth that headache and, and not even business. Like it could be relationships, right? Like, I mean, I know my wife, she doesn't have to say it, but one of her core values is don't talk about business in the morning. Like I know not to bring up business shit before seven o'clock, you know, like I'm up at 5am. I'm already wired it, wired up. I'm going to the gym. I'm ready to talk about stuff. And she's just like, dude, no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so there's that expectation, right? Like once you and your family and your spouse and your friends know who you stand for and your core values, like it just makes life so much easier. There's less guessing things are out in the open, you know? So, if you have core values already, because some of you already have core values, some of you maybe kind of do, but kind of don't. If you have core values already, like I would say, I would recommend at least once a year, just sit down, write those out. And has anything changed? Um, like me, personal experience, you know, when I was in sales and not an entrepreneur, I didn't own this business. One of my core values in sales probably would have been like, yo, sell everyone. Like everyone can be a sale. Like I'm such a beast in sales that like, I'm going to sell anyone with the heartbeat. Like I'm going to solve their problem and I'm going to provide a great solution. But now that I'm in business, not everyone is worth your time, right? Like at the end of the day, time is money. And if you are taking a bunch of time onboarding a client and selling a client that let me just be frank is a pain in the ass and they just don't vibe well with you. But then you have all these other great clients and now you can't spend as much time with these great clients because you're over here dealing with this bad apple. Like it wasn't worth selling them that product or service, right? So, you know, knowing what you're looking for ahead of time is super important. And that's a core value that changed, right? Like I'm not, we're not looking to sell everyone and anyone, right? Like we have ideal clients. Like we have certain people that we know we can show a ton of value to. I mean, how many times has, has your team said no to somebody? Mm -hmm. A ton of it. I mean, you can, we can't help everybody. You can't help everybody. Yeah. I mean, if you're helping everybody and you're helping nobody, right? I mean, that's like a marketing saying I've heard is if you're marketing to everybody, you're marketing to no one, no, no one. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that, that's my two cents as far as like your internal core values, whether it's personal, it's business. Like, you know, we set these core values, you know, we're going on two years now, like the four core, core values we have is like that base, that foundation. We're going to add on to that. Right. Um, your personal core values, they, they should be audited and looked at too. So, and, and, and change as you are growing into a better person. So like Keto, if someone doesn't have core values, like how would you recommend that they go about like listing those out starting from scratch? Yeah. I mean, first things first, grab that pen and paper physically, not, a, not your phone, not your iPad, not, not the MacBook, like literally grab a pen and paper and stare at that shit. Like, you know what I would literally probably tell you to stare at it because it does not come to you immediately if this is your first time doing it. If you already have some core values, you probably have an idea of where this exercise is going to go. But other than that, you need to stare and think about like internally, like, all right, like when I'm faced with a situation like of, uh, you know, someone dropped their wallet and I vis physically can see that they dropped their wallet. Are you going to go and make that, you know, play to go catch up to that person and give back their wallet? Like those are types, types of situations you got to start asking yourself and like really put yourself in situations of, you know, who are you? You know, what do you stand for? When no one's looking, how do you respond to things? 
you know how did your mom raise you or your dad or your guardian how were you raised how do you want to be treated you know how do you want others to perceive you and that's a really good one my daughter's 12 right and like when you ask like how do you want to be treated like if you got kids out there it's like how do you want your kid to be treated you know what i'm saying like and and our children are our future right so you know i do my best to try to instill core values into my daughter right because if you can start them young like that's that's our generation that's so huge but man for anyone that does that does not super clear they're not super clear on their core values and they got a daughter and that's an no brainer. Mm-hmm. How do you want your daughter to be treated? And at that point, there's no bias in the sense of, yeah, you're going to be biased because it's your daughter, but you want your daughter to be treated like gold, right? Yes, yeah. And and you might list the the five or 10 core values that you want this dude to have if, if he da- starts dating your daughter. And then you look at those 10 core values and you're like, shit, I'm only five for 10. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm freaking getting an F on this because these other five core values, I'm not living up to them. Like I got to check myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a gut check because you may not, you may, and that's the thing with the core values, like you may not be living it right now. You know, a lot of people are out of whack. You know, we just went through a whole year inside. So it's okay to be out of whack right now and you're not. But again, who do you need to become to be that person that you're proud of, you know? And that's going to be listed right then and there, you know, when you ask yourself, how do you want to be treated? How do you want to be perceived? You know, how do you want people to think of your name when it's, when it's brought up in conversation, you know, that's going to be a lot to do with your core values because, again, there's no gray area. This is who, you, what you stand for is what you stand for, what you stand on. Yeah. And we know it really always hits me, Kita, is like when you die, like what are people going to say about you? Yeah. Like that shit gets me every time. Like when you die, like how many people are going to show up in your fun- your funeral? And then what are they going to say about you? That would be a great, great thing to do. Because if you don't, if that doesn't, if that question doesn't, you know, make you really think and ponder about what you're doing right now, then, you know, we're probably talking to nobody who, who can get help anyway. Yeah. I mean, like you, you want to say things like, man, I want to be thought of like when I talk to someone, like I made them feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, I went out of my way to help them. You know, I was a kind person, you know, I went above and beyond, you know, I, I was someone that, you know, had a lot of respect for other people. You know, I said what I meant and I actually did what I said, right? So many times, you know, we know people and I've been guilty of it where I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it, right? Like, and that goes back to that own it, you know, uh, core value, you know, being accountable for your words, right? Like, you know, a handshake, if your word is your word, it's, it's your word. Um, but obviously there's other core values that go into it. It's not just one. That's why it's important that you have, you know, a good amount of core values and four might not sound like a lot, but how many times have we had a conversation internally and we're looking at making a decision and we're like, okay, man, they only passed two out of the core values, right? Like then it brings up other questions, then it's other talking points. So, you know, that's always a good I like the analogy of just, it's just a good compass, right? It's just a good pull out your iPhone, put, put in the address on Google maps and it's going to tell you where to go. It might not tell you all of the stops along the way and all of the traffic spots and all the detours, but it's going to give you some kind of sense of direction. Some routes are better, better not taken. For sure. For sure. Well, guys, I hope you got a ton of value out of the core values and, you know, core values. It's something that's 
talked a lot about, um, but we want to dive deep and just share some of our experiences and really make sure guys, this is something key time myself. We take time out of our day. Like we have uh, a lot of work that we're doing, you know, Kita's running a team. He's on the phone, helping people with their finances. Um, you know, we take time out of our day to do this podcast. So like what we're asking in return is make sure that you guys leave us a review. You know, there's that fancy word these days that we hear algorithm, right? Like, if the more reviews that we get, the the higher reach that we can get. And we really want to impact people as much as we can. You know, we're not here to just sell a bunch of shit and, and get you guys to become clients. We just want to give as much value as we can, share some of our experiences and, and help you guys. So just make sure that you guys uh, let a friend know, let your family member know about our podcast. Uh, we, again, we want to be able to have as many listeners as we can to, to really get this movement going because at the end of the day, we're all winners, right? Like you might be listening to this right now and you might be thinking, well, shit right now I'm not winning. But like Kita, how many times were you not winning? The game isn't over until it's over. So you may be losing at that point, but it's up to you. Decide when to throw in the towel. Amen. A- amen. And, uh, you know, that's why we, we're doing this podcast. You know, it's how winners win. And like Kita said, like the game is not over. If you are still able to get out of bed, put your f- two feet down, you can open your eyes, you can touch, you can see, you can smell like you're still in that freaking game, even though you might see the stacks chipped against you and the odds might not be in your favor. Like you still have a chance. There's a reason why you're still doing what you're doing. And uh, if you weren't listening to this podcast, you were not, you're not a winner. So we already know if you're listening to this, you're a winner. So stay tuned. We're going to do an episode once a week. Again, make sure you drop that review, refer a friend, let them know about what we're doing. And uh, until next time, I hope you winners have a kick-ass day. There we go. Tag us in uh, your Instagram post at high key at Daniel Blue underscore. Let us know what you think. Yeah, don't be afraid to shoot us some DMs too. You know, I know Kita's pretty active on, on Instagram. I'm pretty active as well. Any questions that you guys have, we're here to help out as much as we can. And uh, look forward to talking to you guys next week.